So if you've never done it before, it's brutal. Like, I, I still don't like doing it. Like, I, I think I just love the live crowd and the interaction. And I think most pastors probably feed off of that stuff. Yep. Um, so I guess a couple of things of advice is uh, look right at the camera, especially when there's not an audience room. Because if you start looking around the room, we're all watching going, well, we know you're preaching to an empty room, yeah. right? Um, you know, so if you just, if you take the cue from the, the news anchors, I mean, they're looking right at the camera, yep. right? They're not looking around. So yeah, look right at the camera. Uh, and just know that you're looking into people's living rooms and kitchens. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I am joined by one of my best friends in the world, uh, Chris Emmett. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So Chris is the pastor of MLC uh, in the greater Atlanta area, and I'm going to let him introduce himself in a minute and, and what he does and, and a little bit about their church. But I want to give you an introduction from my seat. I met Chris on the internet uh, about 12 years ago. We, we both went to seminary online at Rockbridge Seminary and uh, connected through that. And so I would say we were early days of, of using the internet for ministry and where I learned online ministry uh, for the most part. And then Chris was also the leader that first empowered uh, to, to launch CBC Online at Community Bible Church. And uh, and so we've been great friends for over a decade and uh, gotten to lock arms and partner for a long time. And, and Chris is now thriving and leading uh, as the lead pastor them there at MLC. So Chris, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Give, give the, the, the listeners a little bit of understanding of MLC and uh, just a little background on the church. Yeah. So like I said, we, we met uh, in the good old days of CBC and, and online seminary and everything, and then built online church together and had a, a lot of fun there. And then, uh, yeah, out here about five years ago, I took over a mountain lake church in the, the North Atlanta area. Been here five, it'll be five years this October and uh, just had the, the time of our lives and, great staff and great community and church and just, um, yeah, just been a lot of fun leading. Yeah. And, um, and you and I have stayed connected throughout all that time. You've, you've helped me, you know, through my space and all the other <laughs> great, great tools. And I still remember, Chris, I, I owe you on this one of, of when I was all in on Facebook, you know, maybe six years ago and you were like, right dude, I think you need to lean into this Instagram platform. And that's when you were kind of focused on the youth. That's it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Uh, and you're like, pay attention to this. And I was like, no, Facebook is still where it's at. That's a little hobby platform right now. And, and I know. you know what? You pushed then, me into it and I'm glad you did. Uh, you're obviously- and face, Facebook bought Instagram. Their, their little hobby cost them a billion dollars. <laughs> well, which is now worth probably 50 to <laughs> right. $80 billion. <laughs> right, right. Good investment. So Chris, uh, maybe- how big is MLC to give context to the size of the church? Yeah, so we're two campuses, uh, and and so there's a teaching pastor at other campus. I'm a teaching pastor at this campus, and the lead pastor of both. So between the two, total attendance is about 2,500 a weekend. Very good, very good. And it's I've got to tell the listeners, MLC is one of my favorite churches to visit. There are churches you go to where it's just you can just it's healthy when you walk in. There's an energy. There's there's a vibe, and I would say too what what you have what I've seen kind of as, as your friend along the journey, is is the consistency at MLC has has really like there's been steady growth, healthy development. Uh, so now you're facing a crisis. Um, yeah. Tell me tell me what 
at your first Sunday of having to cancel church, because I remember you and I were texting that week of like, it was, I right. think it was Thursday. You're like, we're still meeting this Sunday, I think. Uh, right. What, what was that decision process like and how did you, how did you navigate that? Yeah, so what's interesting is the two previous Sundays, I was out because I was in Israel leading a group from our church, came back and, and had a great time. So I'd been out of the, the, the pulpit for two weeks, yeah. was excited to get back, obviously, and share and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, this hit. And, uh, and we actually had two videos recorded, mm-hmm. one like we're meeting and one that were canceled. So I recorded both of those at the same time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just do a lot of, you know, prayer and wisdom and, and all, honestly watching other uh, leaders of both churches and, and the not church world, super smart leaders, they began to cancel. I was like, and if they're canceling, then, then who am I to, to push forward with it? So, yeah, we canceled and, and obviously like everybody else, haven't been back since. Yeah. So, so you and I think you were ahead of the curve because you already had an online stream, uh, you know, an, a Facebook page, you, you church did pretty strong on social media leading up to now. How, um, how, how's the, I guess, well, what are you doing? Are you doing zoom small groups? Are you doing church online platform? How live streaming on demand? What, what are you doing from a media standpoint? Yeah, I think for a lot of churches, you know, our online stream and, and it, it was a thing yeah. and now it's the thing. Yeah. Right. So it used to be like, hey, here's our Sunday service and we'd put it up there. Now it's like, no, this is our Sunday service. So yeah. I guess to, to, to categorize everything, it became a lot more personal. Yeah. Uh, starting from when I preach and I'm looking at the camera the whole time, right? Yep. The little red dot uh, on the camera. There's not a, a, a live audience, obviously. Yep. Uh, we've ramped up uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, started Facebook groups. Um, our small groups that we're meeting in homes, you know, we'll now do zoom meetings and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just really ramped it up and then pivoted, uh, our ministry staff to online and going, okay, here's, here's how we now, you know, minister. And I told our staff, our mission and vision are still the same. We still want to see Jesus change lives, right? We're yes. trying to, you know, create church environments where, you know, Jesus changes lives. Those church environments now just look differently, but the mission and vision are still the same. Yeah, I love that. How how I'm curious how the local congregation has responded to the shift online. Are they just dealing oh my with it? Goodness. Are they embracing it? What's been the response? So that's been one of the most encouraging things as as the lead pastor is the encouragement and support from our volunteers and attendees. Emails, text messages, Facebook messages. You guys are doing awesome. Hang in there, praying for y'all. Oh like just overwhelming in a good way. Just, um, just like, wow. You know, so they get it, they buy into it, they like it, they're sharing it, they support what we're doing. So uh, yeah, it's been great. I love that. I, I, and I think I've shared this stat with you of I've, I've been alarmed hearing a lot of the, the psychological stats that have come out of history, historical quarantines and uh, the level of depression for the next three to five years that, that we could face. And then I also heard pastors are twice as likely to deal with depression and the leading cause of depression is anxiety. And so yeah. this is, everybody is anxious right mm-hmm. now. And, and to hear that your congregation is, is, is encouraging you, you know, obviously right. you as a right. pastor want to be encouraging your congregation. Right. Um, but, but I, and you know, those listening, uh, you need to be encouraging your pastor in this season as well. And obviously pastors are trying to, it goes both ways. Uh, sure, sure. But I think so much people are trying to just 
in need right now, but, but I think to that, uh, and I think to your health is your congregation that's around you. Um, as, as you speaking to pastors directly, you, you've had about a decade worth of experience preaching to the camera. And so, right. we, you know, I think you and I, I remember talking early on of literally we, you started preaching your ser, ser, Sunday message on Monday directly to the camera. And we saw our engagement double uh, during that season. Um, what, what advice would you give to a pastor who is, has never preached to a camera before and doesn't, does, you know, it's just uncomfortable without there, without seeing the congregation right in front of them? Yeah, so it's funny you mentioned that. So a couple of weeks ago when it was first started, uh, of course, my dad watches. He's like, you do a great job preaching the camera. I was like, oh, thanks. He's like, you know who you need to thank for that, don't you? I was like, who? He goes, Neil Smith. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He's like, he's the one who taught you how to do that. I was like, yeah, that's true. He did. I didn't teach so, you yeah. that, to be clear, but I forced you into it. <laughs> you, you forced me into it. Same, same thing. So yeah, I mean, honestly, you were like one of those early adopters going, hey, look at the camera, because when you look at the camera, you're looking into people's, you know, living rooms and kitchens yeah. and looking right at them. So um, yeah, so if you've never done it before, it's brutal. Like, I, I still don't like doing it. Like, I, I think, at least me personally, I could be the only, I just love the live crowd and the interaction. And I think most pastors probably feed off of that stuff. Yep. Um, so I guess a couple of things of advice is uh, look right at the camera especially when there's not an audience room, because if you start looking around the room, we're all watching going, well, we know you're preaching to an empty room, yes. right? Yes. Um, you know, so if you just, if you take the cue from the, the news anchors, I mean, they're looking right at the camera, yep. right? They're not looking around. So yeah, look right at the camera uh, and just know that you're looking into people's living rooms and kitchens and you're connecting with them through the lens on that. Um, pause with your stories and jokes and points. It, the temptation is going to be just to fly right over it. Yep. But just, you know, if it's going to be typically funniest live audience, they're at least chuckling or, you know, nodding. And so give them that, that pause. Um, and it, it just takes, it's, it's hard. Yes. And the other thing I would tell you is just have a super encouraging, like media crew there because every time I preach, I'm like, that was awful. And they're like, no, 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 it was good. It was good. I'm like, no, you guys are like, no, no. So yeah, you got to have a team around you that go that that encourages you. Yeah, I, I that to that last point. Um, I forget about that when um, when I'm when I'm recording a video. When I have a camera guy that's nodding his head, yeah. that goes so far. Uh, yeah. And so for camera guys out there, for your pastor right now, your head nod is so valuable to the affirmation that they need. Or if they tell a joke, you need to smile and laugh, even if you don't think it's funny. Yes, uh, yes, pastor, do that. <laughs> that pastor needs that. He's that struggling. You're the only person, you know, that they can see at that time. So that's that's a good call out there. Chris, we don't know where, where this is all gonna go. Um, but I, I and, and how long this is going to last. And, uh, but, but I'm curious from your perspective, because you've also, I mean, you and I were the early adopters together in an online church. And I think we've had so much vision uh, for this for so long. And I think we've, you know, like we talked about, like, when are, when's the rest of the church going to catch up uh, to uh, this direction? What, what do you envision? What do you think the future will look like? The church will likely never be, and I say the church, the church everywhere, you know, and local sure. churches everywhere. Um, it seems like the internet will now be a significant part of every church, but what do you, what do you see the future looking like six months from now, a year from now coming out of this? I think uh, the online ministry is no longer just going to be, well, we have that thing, yeah. right? Well, just watch what we're doing. I, I think it will be a significant 
part of the church's ministry strategy going forward. Um, and not just, hey, we record our Sunday sermons and put it up there. Kids ministry, student ministry, small groups, missions, I think is going, oh, this is a really big deal. Um, we've seen the impact of it. Um, and so it's no longer just anything. I think it'll be one of the top things for churches. Yeah, I love that. I One of the things that's been most encouraging to me that I've not seen an online ministry of 10 years of doing this is kids ministry. The creativity mm -hmm. that I'm seeing churches yeah. do uh, for kids ministry. We did, we did Hillsong Kids on Sunday night with our family. And it was so fun. You know, we put it on the TV and, and watched it and our kids danced and sang and we joined yeah. them. Um, that's, that's not been a part. And, and I think about it, you know, you've got young kids that it is, it is hard to make it a church every Sunday with young kids. And yeah. I think people have often thought that the internet just helps people skip church. Uh, right. Well, that's not the reality. I, I think you can, the, the reality is a lot of people just can't go to church every Sunday, but when you can right. make those things available, it can be a both and. Uh, yeah. situation you're not you know you obviously want people sitting in the seats and you want to connect with them even though you might not want to hug them uh, you, you want to make a uh, <laughs> relational connection with them face to face because there is nothing more personal than that and I, and I think right. we are all lacking that in this season and I think that's the importance of using technologies like zoom is you and I talk on the phone a lot but I think this connection for you and I is is more significant than our regular phone calls Sure. Um, and so I, th I think maximizing the, the most significant personal touch we can right now is, is key. Any, um, I'm and so selfishly, Chris, while I'm, I'm in the middle of New York city, so it's crazy here. I, right, I don't right. like this situation, but I do like how I see the church responding. And I, and I am excited about what this is pushing the church into in the future, because I think they're seeing the, the opportunities uh, th that lie here and, and that they can engage in a very relevant way. Um, and it takes them out of the assembly line of how we do church on a regular sure. basis. Um, as we wrap up this conversation, as, as you speak to pastors and ministry leaders, what, what encouragement or, or just advice or thoughts uh, do you want to share with them? Uh, just top of mind. Yeah. E Nobody knows how to lead through this. You know, it, it's the first for pastors to lead through a worldwide pandemic and try to lead a church. So if, if you feel like you don't have the answers, I think that's pretty normal. Um, you remember the little emoji with the guy goes like this? Like, yes. I think that's like most of us going. Um, so uh, I would just encourage you, uh, you know, the, the song or Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I mean, I don't know understanding. I think that really applies. I guess literally going, God, if you don't show up today in my life and my decisions and my meetings and my Zoom calls, I don't know how I'm going to make it through. Yes. Right. And lean out on your own understanding, you know, and acknowledging him, bringing wise people, super smart people around and just going, help us figure this out together and wrestle with it together uh, and, and give yourself permission to go, I'm going to try something and it may fall flat on its face and then I'll change it tomorrow. Right. I mean, it's a super fluid situation. Uh, that we're in, but I would just look for the encouraging things of God, yeah. right? The, 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 the little divine uh, appointments that you run into, the encouraging texts or emails or, or the, the new idea for online mission going, oh, I see God showing up. Uh, because, you know, just because the church doors are closed doesn't mean God has, has pulled his hand off of your ministry. I mean, this, yeah. this is an opportunity now to see God show up in new ways and fresh ways and going, Oh wow, we can still minister and help people and lead them closer uh, to Jesus. Uh, even though the doors are closed. I would just encourage them with that. 
Yeah, that's so good, man. I, and I think in this season, there's no one in my mind that, that is more, was more prepared for this, you know, unintentionally than, than you. And I think for you to even speak, it's okay to not know everything, you know, and you, the you, only way I was prepared for this is the only way I was prepared for this is having you as a buddy. So that's the <laughs> only, the only way. <laughs> but, but I think you, I mean, you, you had, a, I mean, a lot of people didn't even have a camera. They didn't know how to live stream. They, they didn't, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, this is a time. And I think to not just pretend like, okay, I got it figured out. Like, it's okay to, to not be okay. And, and that we're sure. all kind of figuring this out um, in, in the next few weeks. And, and, and I think also figuring out when you get back to whatever you perceive to be normal, it won't ever probably be normal the way it was before. Sure. Um, sure. And so I think, I think this is a time too to lean into to where God might be leading you um, and leading your church moving forward. And that doesn't mean the internet is everything for your church moving forward. Uh, but, but it is, you know, society is going to be different uh, yes. after all of this. And, and so this is a good time though for pastors to, to really step up and lead. Chris, I, I appreciate you obviously as a friend so much, but your leadership um, and, and the way that, you know, one of the things I love about working with you um, is you're always willing to try something new. And I think that's how in many ways you were prepared uh, for or are helping navigate this uh, season. Um, and so I, I appreciate your leadership so much. How can people connect with MLC and how can they connect with you online? Yeah. So the best way to connect with me is Instagram. That's, that's the only place I hang out. Instagram. Um, yeah. Into the DMs. Chris, yeah. <laughs> Chris Emmett. Chris Emmett, one word. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then our, our church website is morelikechange.com. You can find all the, yeah. All right, it'll um, be in the show notes. Go to socialmedia.church and I'll have those links there. Go follow Chris on Instagram. Uh, we, we need him to get to 10,000. He needs to swipe up. I want that blue check mark. Can you give me that blue check mark? <laughs> I can't quite do that, but we'll, we'll get you That's the awesome. swipe up. We'll get you the That's swipe awesome. up. Well, thanks for joining us, Chris. You bet.